0: another FACT Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, in today's podcast, uh, we're going to go over something that uh, I probably danced around a little bit with and uh, discussed in different interviews with different superstar athletes and champions, but I'm going to talk about, you know, starting again. Or starting something new at what would be considered an advanced age, middle-aged, whatever you want to call it. You're never too old to start. You are never too old to start. And this can be a quick one because there's books written about this. There's blogs. There's so much on the internet. And you can buy books. And there's movies based on this. And it's kind of been the story of my life. Not so much you're never too old to start, but your age is not a factor. We should say that. Age is not a factor. And yes, before you uh, direct message me, say this guy's an idiot, doesn't know what he's talking about, you know, I get comments like that with people who can't listen past 30 seconds, Um, you know, they take things out of context And I guess I should be careful with that. But I really don't want to dumb myself down to the lunacy and stupidity of, um, you know, the average general public out there. What I want to say is that age is not a factor. Um, When I was a teenager in powerlifting, I was doing things that most adults could not do. Um, Just a kid, a minor and now I am going, I'll be 55 in June. I am still training the best I can with a shattered back and, you know, doing the things I I, I can do and not stopping. Um, you know, I've uh, started my kids at a very young age, um, blended a family um, at an older age where most people consider themselves old or they're even grandparents you know i'm I'm getting remarried, and you know, loving life, filling life with passion, um, focusing on parenting and and just having a great time. And you know, yeah, we have speed bumps. we have some big speed bumps that were thrown at us, mainly because you know some people just don't understand how can you be so positive, How can you be so happy? Well, what's the alternative? You know, be a jerk condescending, um, sarcastic, don't believe in people, hurt other people, try to be self-centered and selfish. It's not the way to go. So, you know, me and my wife Belinda and our family were always, you know, focused on on what you can do and not what you can't do. Unfortunately, the culture, especially during this uh, pandemic, you know, this whole culture has uh, pushed What you can't do from the lockdowns to, you know, your body can't handle the bug. I'm still waiting, guys. Come on, give it to me. You know, we're past two years now. Please give me something to knock me out. Well, no, it hasn't happened, Um, mainly because I take care of things, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes, but you're never too old to start. Now, hopefully, I've gotten rid of some of the, you know, casual listeners now. Um, this uh, podcast has done pretty well. I'm actually shocked um, that people continue to listen, and I really appreciate it. Um, you know, send me messages. Tell me what you want to hear. Um, I'll continue to do that. But what I want to say is age is not a factor. Now, that doesn't mean if you have an 80-year-old um you know, car, you can't, you don't, you have to take care of the model T, right? Or model A or whatever you have. You know, if you, if your car that you have is 20 years old and still running good, you have to make sure the oil is okay. You have to go in for more maintenance and you have to take care of it. It's probably lasted you 20 years because you have taken care of it. So number one, what I want to say is, you know, age is not a, chronological age is not a factor again chronological age is not a factor it changes your recipe for success if you're young and you're in the gym you can do more you recover better than say if you're 40 or 50 or 60 obviously it changes how you establish your training program you know well I can't go as heavy as often as I used to be but you know, we're finding that people are lasting longer and longer. Tom Brady is a great example. The guy's in his 40s, mid-40s now, going in for another season. I thought he retired. He didn't retire. He's in good shape. Now, if you looked at his recovery program, it is probably a little tighter than when he was 22. You know, from... His blended juices he does, what he eats, how he sleeps, the massages, chiropractic, physical therapy he gets, you know, the sleep he gets. His recovery program, his healing program, if you will, his daily healing program, his daily rebuilding program, if you will, his daily rebuilding program is point on. You can get away with not doing stretches or eating correctly when you're 22, not when you're 42, and definitely not when you're 52 or 62. And that is the difference with aging. You have to approach your rehabilitation, your rebuilding, your daily healing program. And people don't really realize that every day we tear things down, either mentally or physically, and that has to be rebuilt. And we don't put emphasis on the rebuilding part of our lives. Now, in chiropractic, that's all we do. We talk about it all the time. I talk about it to my patients all the time. Where do you get your downtime during the, the day? I take time to take naps or listen to music, um, listen, you know, just a few minutes of quiet here and there just to recover. You should be doing that all the time. Now, people don't put that in, I'm so busy with kids and all that, and I'm like, Uh, Don't tell me about you're so busy. You know, I got a a bazillion kids and we still find time for it. It's not a priority, usually what it is. People find time to do what's a priority. It's amazing how those same people, um, you know, that don't have the time, they have one or two kids, I laugh at that. They have one or two kids and I'm busy here and I'm busy there. And if I followed them during the day, I guarantee... I'll watch them waste three, four, five hours out of a twenty-four hour day. Yeah, it's that it's that bad. When I will actually sit down with some people say so I don't have time to say when do you get up? Oh, I get up at eight. Then I go to the office at nine, and then you know I you know have my lunch noon to one. Then I fight traffic, come home at five. Okay, when do you go to bed? Ten. Wow. Okay. So how long does it take you to eat your lunch? Fifteen minutes. There's a half an hour there you could do. You could get up half an hour earlier to do some stuff. So there's an hour. Go to bed at 9.30 if you have to. And go to bed, you know, but you could get a workout in. You could work on your project, your artistic creativity, whatever you want to do. And then you could turn off the TV and you have all those hours. I mean, I guarantee they're not spending four hours with their one kid or two kids. No way. Well, you know, I got to take them to hockey. And then you sit around and talk to people and do nothing. So... What I'm really saying is, you know, really look at your day. Put, put whatever you want, whatever new task. I want to get in shape. I want to start a new sport. I want to start a new hobby. Put that as a priority, and you'll be able to do it. You can change your life and start over at any time. Trees can't do that. They're stuck right where they are, unless a human moves them, okay? Okay. So guess what? We can move. We can move locations. We can change jobs. You can change relationships. Yeah, and some of, some of you guys need separation or divorce because you're in a situation that's not moving you forward and you're not enjoying life and you're wasting time. Do you want to be on your deathbed saying, wow, you know, I, I wish I would have spent another year with that loser. Really? Do you really want that? Do you wanna say, man, what a, I, I wasted time? Or when you're there saying, you know what? I did the best I could and I had so much fun and enjoyed every minute on this planet. Wow. So start moving toward that. Fred, that seems like too much. That's between your ears. That's where you create all reality anyway. Study the neurology out. It's all between your ears. So let's talk about aging. What does it do? Well, it slows down how, you know, you rebuild tissues, tendons, ligaments, muscles, skin. So you have to take that in consideration. Your diet and food choices, your supplements, nutritional supplements, I hope you take every day because there's no way your diet's good enough. The soil isn't rich enough to give you the food you need and the nutrients you need. Just because a book or the Internet says that Apple has so many grams of vitamin c or a or so many of these trace minerals doesn't mean it actually exists in the apple in your frickin' hand because of the soil so start supplementing if you if you're not supplementing then you know i, I really don't have a conversation with you because you're not even paying attention so start supplementing number two Find out if whatever task you want to start, whatever you want to move to, you know, figure out if you, the pros and cons. Do you really want to do it? Is it a passion for you? And if it's a passion for you, fantastic. Then go with it. Make it a priority. The third thing, find out where you're wasting your time. And I'm not kidding. What can be changed? Well, Fred, I'm not wasting my You know what? Let me go through. Oh, look at this. You clean your house an hour and a half every other day. Fantastic. How much is that worth for your hobby? You want to be on your deathbed and say, Oh, I wish I would have really, you know, taken up triathlon or biking or worked on my painting. But I had to vacuum. You really think you're going to say that when you're dying? On your deathbed, in hospice care. Whew, I wish I would have vacuumed more. I wish I would have dusted it more. Man, I had a clean sink. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't have personal and environmental hygiene. Absolutely. Get your kids to do it or hire a cleaner. Cleaning services are cheap compared to for you to start your painting career if that's what you need to do. Age is not a factor. The reason people have middle life crises, and the definition of that is between age. 35 and 55, where someone realizes they're doing their job, they're with the person that they really are not getting stimulated by. And, you know, it's all cliche where the 55-year-old executive runs off with the 22-year-old secretary, gets an earring, and gets a sports car. And, of course, he wrecks his life. He wrecks his kids' lives. And two years, three years later, he's totally regretful. Happens all the time. Instead of him looking at his life and saying, you know what, I don't like where things are going, sitting down with his partner and saying, I do not like where things are going. I want this out of life. Do you want this out of life? Let's make it so. Maybe instead of, you know, a huge savings, you say, you know, we're going to cut into our savings and investment program and our retirement program so we can live a little now. I don't want to be 65 with a bum knee, 70 with a bum knee, trying to spend all this money when I can't get around. I can get around pretty good now. Start enjoying life now. You don't know what's ahead. This pandemic should have taught you that. You don't even know if your investments are going to be there. We've had several crashes. So what I'm saying is find ways to enjoy life now. Find that hobby. Find that place. Find that partner that makes things enjoyable. 100%. 100 percent so what you really really have to wrap your head around is that you're never too old to start something new or to change we've seen changes in a lot of people especially when you go to the uh, the um, addiction culture the chemical dependency culture the recovery culture as they like to call it and you'll see somebody in their 40s, 50s, 60s, even 70s get off alcohol, get off of drugs, and they're a whole different person. They live a whole different way. Different job, sometimes different relationships. They try to repair everything. They bust it up. But they're living life totally different. I don't think you have to wait for an addiction to take hold of you to start living a lifestyle that is built based on healing yourself every day. You can start today healing yourself every day. What's your diet like? What's your supplements like? What's, you know, your exercise look like? What are your hobbies? Are you getting stress relief? Are you working on meditation, yoga, some type of quiet activity? It can be a walk in the woods. That's meditation. Are you doing those things that help heal you? And before we finish up here, I just... I want to give some real-world examples. Now, we all know John Glenn, the astronaut, actually went back in space at age 77. Picasso's greatest painting he did not do until he was 55. I mean, and that could go on forever, but let me tell you some people that I know personally. Frank Barrett, God rest his soul, was um, a steelworker, retired steelworker, in Dundalk, Maryland. That's southeast Baltimore. So southeast Baltimore had a, um, a gym called the Dundalk Barbell Club, and that's where I started lifting with a, with a team. And that team um, would just invite people in all the time to go lift, you know. And this guy walks in and says, I want to do some lifting. Strong upper body from, you know, a lifetime work in, at the steel factory. And at age 62, within six months to a year, he was competing at the Masters National. He fell in love with powerlifting. He was there three or four days a week. It gave him purpose. It gave him focus. The guy competed for 10 flipping years, happy, smiling. His um, wife had passed away from a long, torturous illness that Frank was by her side every minute. And she was kind of mean and nasty toward the end. We always said, hey, that's not your wife talking. That's the disease. And then he found a lovely woman. A lovely woman to be with, and he remarried, and had a great life. Would go out dancing with her, would lift all the time, would th- go or fly around the whole country to lift. Always had the attitude. Well, I can start over now. My wife of you know forty some years has passed on. Time for me to get another one. Start over, and I always looked at him. I'm like, wow, start over. And I was a teenager. I mean, I'm just starting life. And I, it really got me when people said he was too old, he would laugh. Aren't you too old for that lifting weights? And Frank would laugh at them. And here's the reply. Wait for it. Frank would look at him and said, aren't you too young to stop living? And they would be blown away. Most of them didn't have a reply. Those who did have a reply would say, oh, I am living, blah, 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 blah. And he would just say, well, if you call that life. And he'd walk away. I remember seeing one exchange one time. I think we were in the mall or at a restaurant. And uh we had just finished lifting, um, um, had medals around our neck, you know, because the coach would make it, you gonna wear that medal when we go out to eat. So, you know, there's about ten of us at this table having, you know, beers and steaks and potatoes, and yes, I was underage. And, you know, just enjoying laughing about the meat and how well we did. And we're tired, getting ready for the, the few-hour ride home. And I remember the waitress came up and said, oh, what are you guys doing here? You guys are big and muscular, and asked about the meat. And she was really, really, you know, downtrodden. She looked like she had worked three doubles in a row. You know, beat up. I mean, really, her face had lines on it. She looked unhealthy. She looked old. Frank must have been 62, 63, 64 at the time, max. And Frank was glowing, white hair, white mustache, glowing. You know, we're all laughing, you know, talking about things. And, uh, you know, they looked and said, oh, how old are you? I'm in the 60s. Aren't you too old for lifting? Well, Aren't you too young to stop living? And she looked, well, you know, I am living. And she looked at the other and goes, can I ask how old you are? you're, You're not supposed to ask a lady her age. Well, please, I'm just trying to figure out why you said that. She was 49. She looked like she was 80. She looked like she had given up life. And I remember that as a teenager, probably I was 17, 18 maybe, maybe just 17. And I remember looking over there and I'm like, oh my God. Now, of course, as a teenager, I thought anybody over 30 was old. But I'm looking at that and I'm like, Frank is more alive in his 60s, looks younger, less lines on his face than this woman who looks like, you know, she was run over by a truck. And I know that, you know, she probably had a hard life and there's so many excuses and justifications to go with it. I'm just using this as a comparison that there's someone, because she's the one who said it first, here's someone who wasn't living her best life. Well, if you're living your best life, it shows. It shows so, anyway, um, another example, you know, I like to use my wife. She's going to be 47 this month. Now she's doing a bodybuilding show. She's ripped. She's shredded. She went back to school at age, what, 44, um, 45. She went back to college, um, got her degree in midwifery, got her license, passed national boards, passed state boards. I mean, think about that. Now she's starting a, a bodybuilding career, too. It's never too late. But again, yeah, you're going to have aches and pains associated with life. You just have to adapt your healing and rebuilding program that you have daily. And if you don't have a daily rebuilding program, then you're tearing down all the time. And yes, it's okay to utilize chiropractors, massage therapists, acupuncturists, physical therapists for that, you know, that passive stuff. They do it for you but you have to take an active part. And it may just be, I go for after dinner, I go for a 20 minute walk around the block, no matter what, no matter the weather. And I'm like, that's fantastic. What is your program? What does it look like? You can start at any time. If you need help, reach out, get the experts around you. Get good coaches. You you didn't learn the grammar by yourself magically and your parents may not have taught you. You went to school. You definitely didn't learn calculus coming out of the womb. You had to go to school. So if you don't know what a healing program is or a rebuilding program, get an expert around you. You're never, ever, ever too old to start anything new. It's not about age. It's about passion. It's about priorities. And is your priority living or just staying alive? It's a big difference. I'll say it again. Is your priority about living, living your best life, or just staying alive? It's time to thrive. It's 2022. It's April. You can say this is the first day of my new life and start looking for answers. Start something new. I am amazed. I am amazed when I hear from 25, 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds, the coulda, shoulda, woulda, can'ts. Can you believe that? Coulda, shoulda, woulda, can't do this, can't do that. I don't want to start that. You're only 31 and no kids. Are you kidding me? Give me that life. I'd be on an Olympic podium. You have to realize what your priorities are. And someone can see what your priorities are by looking at your life and how you live it. Or are you really living or just surviving and staying alive? It's time to thrive. It's all about choices. Get yourself some coaches. (laughs) Start supplementing your food. Start supplementing your recovery, rebuilding, and healing program. You know what? When you're on your deathbed, and you should start thinking about it, no one's going to ask you how nice your yard looked, how clean your house was. No one's going to ask you those things. And definitely, no, you're not going to sit there and say, I wish I would have watched more Netflix and TV series. You will be laying there, either in regret or smiling because you squeezed everything life had to offer. And this has been another Fact Podcast.